Derrick Henry might be out for the rest of the fantasy regular season, if not longer. We'll talk about how to replace him today on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to Fantasy Football Today in 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Dan Schneier. And we're here to break down Monday's Chiefs-Giants game and some waiver wire targets to help you replace Derrick Henry. And I guess, Dan, we'll start off with the Monday Night Football game. We'll have a couple of questions on that one before we move on. Two potential Derrick Henry waiver wire replacements, although, frankly, there's no replacing a a player like Derrick Henry. But first, let's start off with the Chiefs. And, boy, do you think the Chiefs offense will turn it around at this point? They're averaging 18.5 points per game over their last four. They have less than 20 or fewer points in three of their last four. Uh, What do you think of this situation right now? I think they will turn it around long term, but right now there is a book on how to beat them and it's rush three or four and drop the rest into coverage. And even something the Giants did a good job of tonight, which was double Kelsey and double Hill on the exact same play. And there really doesn't seem to be much of an option. They don't have a running back who's much of an option in the passing game or number two receiver. So I think it will fix itself over time. I have trust in Andy Reid enough and Patrick Mahomes, but could be a short-term issue for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the one of the key things a lot of people have pointed to is teams are playing a lot of just straight-up cover two defense mm-hmm. against them with two high safeties and just, you know, kind of taking away the long ball and making the, the Chiefs have to move the ball down the field, you know, in smaller chunks rather than hitting on big plays. And that's a concern, I guess. But we also saw something similar with Aaron Rodgers in the first game against the Saints, and there were some, hey, Aaron Rodgers can't win against cover two. And it turns out he's been pretty good the rest of the season. So, you know, if it was that easy to stop this Chiefs offense with Patrick Mahomes, I feel like it wouldn't have taken four years to figure it out, especially with such a straightforward concept on defense. So right. I agree with you. They're going to turn it around at some point, but man, it, it is ugly right now. And the, and the offensive line isn't providing much help. So that's not really helping much either. Let's move on to the Giants. And I guess the biggest question from them, you know, they they almost got out of there with the win. 17 to 20 was the final score and they had the ball in the final minutes with a chance and they just couldn't move the ball. And part of the problem was that their best wide receivers just didn't play all that well. Uh, Sterling Shepard came back from his hamstring injury. Kadarius Tony with his ankle, though he did leave briefly with a thumb injury as well. Can you trust any of their wide receivers right now, especially with Kenny Galladay coming back likely uh, in the next couple of weeks? Sterling Shepard had four catches for 25 yards and Tony had four catches for 26 yards in this one. Uh, How do you feel about this receiving core? There's a lot of talent there. The answer is no until Andrew Thomas returns from IR. That's their left tackle, and it's not really him. He's not holding the weight here. It's the rest of the guys that are there left, and you've seen now two weeks in a row they've tried to game plan around this offensive line with trying to move the pocket and all sorts of quick throws, but teams are just sitting on that and can't really generate much of a receiving game when you're throwing the ball within one and a half seconds short of the stick. So I would say no, not until they get some better pass protection. Yeah, it just feels like there might be a a few too many mouths to feed Mm -hmm. in in that situation as well. You know, if you can get away with that in an offense offense. that's really good. (laughs) But when, yeah, when when you've got Daniel Jones, you know, kind of running for his life at times, there's probably not enough room for what I think could be three fantasy relevant wide receivers receivers if Kenny Galladay, Tony, and Shepard are healthy. So we'll see moving forward. And then we'll move on to Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry will have foot surgery out six to 10 weeks is the timetable. Six weeks would, in my opinion, be an incredibly positive outcome because there was talk about it being a Jones fracture, which is an injury that tends to have a much longer timetable than that. So he'll have surgery and even the best case scenario would be a week 15 return. So not exactly a great situation that would be back for the fantasy playoffs. Then you probably just have to hold on to him if you have an IR spot, especially. But even if you don't, you can't run the risk of somebody else getting Derrick Henry for the playoffs just because you need a roster spot. 
It's a tough spot to be in. They've got Jeremy McNichols and Dontrell Hilliard on the roster right now at running back. Darren Tenevins is out for the season after being placed on IR for the second time. They are signing Adrian Peterson to the practice squad with the expectation he will be elevated to the main roster. So we'll start there. What do you expect from Adrian Peterson? 36 years old at this point, average 3.9 yards per carry for the Lions last season. Well, I first wanted to say that the injury to Derrick Henry, also you run the risk of re-injury. It's one of those injuries that has a high risk of in-game re-injury. So that could be costly if you start him in the playoffs. But as far as what to expect from Peterson, I think you actually nailed this perfectly on cbssports.com for those you want to check it out chris did a great job with this it's kind of that exact damian harris type role it's a game script role and it's not going to be always easy by the way to find these game scripts because we didn't expect last week to be a good game script for harris and it turned out to be against the chargers so i think yeah. at least i didn't expect that so i think he's going to be a, a with the stage where we're at with running backs right now i think he's going to be someone you can start every week as your rb2 or a flex and it's not pretty but he's going to have good weeks when the titans get ahead would you rather add him or boston scott on waivers tonight that's a great question. I'm actually going to go with Boston Scott there just because Same. it looks like, yeah, it looks like they trust him. Yeah, yeah. He had the goal line work. He had some passing game work. They didn't feature Kenneth Gainwell until the fourth quarter at all, basically. I think four snaps in the first three quarters. And then do you have any interest in Carlos Hyde or Derek Gore? Derek Gore had 11 cat- carries for 48 yards and a touchdown on Monday night for the Chiefs, but Darrell Williams still played most of the snaps. Yeah, Derek Gore, man, did he look slow. (laughs) To be honest, he did not look too fast scoring those touchdowns. Giants are playing in a too high shell, kind of giving up the run. I don't have much interest there. I also don't have much interest in Carlos Hyde either, just because it seems like James Robinson was held out for precautionary reasons because they were losing by so much. So I think he'll be back sooner rather than later. All right, for more on the top waiver wire targets, make sure you check out the full episode of Fantasy Football today on your regular podcast feeds. For Dan Schneier, I'm Chris Towers. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.